Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV and we're at Risk World in Atlanta. I'm speaking today to Todd Jones. Todd is CEO of QBE North America. Todd, so good to see you again. John, good to see you again. And Todd, last year when we spoke at, at RIMS, ESG seemed to be on the top of mind of everybody. Is that still the case? It is still the case, yeah. And, and I would say, John, not just for sort of the insurance business. I think more broadly, ESG is becoming you know, more and more topical in not just society here in the U.S., but societies you know, around the world. Um, people are asking a lot more questions of us as insurance companies. I think clients you know, need our help in, in navigating ESG. Obviously, regulators around the world you know, care deeply about this as well. I think it's an interesting topic. Um, we spend a lot of time thinking about you know, ESG today, how we report out on it, how we talk to both our regulators, our shareholders, our colleagues, our, our clients. But these are things, we're talking decades in the making in terms of addressing some of the longer term issues around ESG. And so I, I joke with the team, I'm gonna be gone. And when we're sort of really implementing and doing a lot of these things, I may not even be living when some of this stuff happens. But the importance of getting it started and really sort of making progress and doing some foundational things in ESG is super important. And I think if we were to meet next year and the year after, and you were to ask me this question, my answer would be the same every year that yes, it is just as topical or more topical today than it was 12 months ago. So one of the other big topics when we spoke last year, I remember we, inflation. Yeah. That seemed to be what everyone has, was talking about. Has that abated to some degree? Yeah, I don't, you know, John, I, I, I would say certainly in parts of our business it's abated slightly. I wouldn't say that we've completely tackled the issue. It's still something we pay a lot of attention to, both in our short tail and our longer tail businesses. Um, we think we've done some things around the pricing of our products to address you know, some of those challenges. Uh, but as quickly as it snuck up on us, I think we want to continue to pay attention to it in both how we price and assess risk. Um, but there's lots of other things that are going on in the business that you know, create you know, real challenges that we're trying to address in terms of sort of underwriting, risk selection, things of those nature. But inflation is, is certainly one of them. But I'm pleased to report if I think about the conversation you and I had last year, it was a real acute issue in parts of our business. I'd say we've got our arms around it a little bit more effectively, but continue to pay very close attention to it. Are there other macroeconomic conditions that are weighing on insurers? Well, there is. There's the broader you know, spectrum of, of potential recession and, and what that looks like. There's what's happening in the fin financial institution space. Fortunately, we've had a lot of financial um, support from governments you know, standing up uh, the FI sector, but we're paying very close attention to that. Oddly enough, there's still a war going on in, in between the Ukraine and Russia, and that has broader uh, impacts in terms of some of the things that we operate in as QB around the globe. Uh, potential tensions around U.S.-China relationships are things we're paying attention to. So, you know, it's one of the things I really love about the insurance business is there's always something, you know, there's just always something going on, whether it's around the world, whether it's a regulatory issue, whether it's a broader economic issue, that is something we need to be paying attention to and showing up and actually responding. Todd, are you finding that insurers are getting creative when it comes to mitigating risk and offsetting costs? Uh, yes, the short answer is yes. And I think anytime you're in a market, um, so take what's happening more broadly in the property market, 
Uh, when you're in a market where you're delivering contracting terms, capacity is pulling back, pricing is going up, uh, creativity is your friend. Creativity is the solution set through being able to navigate you know, a challenging market. And the good news is there's lots of creative people that are running around, running around this conference, whether they work for insurance companies, you know, carriers, brokers, clients. Um, so creativity, um, thinking differently. I think you know, this idea, this concept of creative destruction, where it's not about just renewing a program, but if I were to completely trash that program, start all over again, what would it look like? What are the tools at my disposal? And I think is data, which we've been talking about data for decades now, but I think is the access and the ability to really mine and use data for the benefit of decision making continues to improve when we put that in the hands of people to make better decisions, creativity will drive you know, better outcomes. And I don't know what it's going to be next year. I don't know what part of the market next year we're going to be talking about. There will be something that I'm sure 12 months from now we'll be talking about. But I am pleased to see the creativity of not only the insurance buyer, uh, within our uh, within our clients, but our brokers and even our own folks. How much is AI being discussed around the floor, especially now that it seems much more tangible with the advent of Chat GPT? Yeah, so um, quite a bit, and you know, and and I wouldn't. I'm not a technologist. I know that would surprise you. I'm not a technologist, and um, but you know, the the concept of AI has actually been around quite some time. I mean, we've been using things like chatbots and other technologies you know, in our business to both improve client service and create some efficiencies uh, for a while now. So it's not, it's not necessarily new, but with the evolution of some of these tools, there are absolutely some applications uh, that we can use within our business, but we really got to be careful. You know, there are some risks associated with that, and we don't want to simply introduce a whole new set of risks within the business you know, while, while thinking we're trying to solve others. And so we're thinking about uh, the ethical you know, aspects of things like ChatGDP. What are the real use cases? I mean, people come up with these grand ideas, but no, 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 what, what can we really use it for to make our service proposition better, to make the experience of our colleagues, uh, our colleagues better? But... Um, but again, I, I reflect, I've been in this business for 35 plus years, and it just seems the speed of technology evolution, uh, the opportunity to really make material advancements, it just is faster and faster and faster. And so, again, I promise when we sit down and talk next year and we talk about whether it's AI or what are some of the technolog technological advancements that have taken place, there's a lot going on in the insurance space. That's frightening. Have you had a chance to take ChatGPT or any of the others out for a test drive? So I have. I actually did a, uh, we had a, a demo with our Microsoft team and our own internal technology team. Uh, it was an hour long demo where we went through and, and, and as I said, I'm not a technologist. So this was really eye opening to me to see how it works about the quality of the information you could get out of it, depending on sort of what you put into it. And then we spent a lot of time talking about how could we actually use this? Like, what are the things that we could apply today safely that would actually make the lives of our employees better and our customers better? And uh, so it's, again, it's a little scary for me that I'm not a technologist, but I can see, and I'm encouraged by the team's confidence that we'll be able to use something like this in the future. Safely and ethically. Safely and ethically, two really important dynamics. Todd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about talent. What's being done to attract and also retain talent in the industry? Yeah, so it's a, uh, John, it's a, um, 
I think one of the singular biggest issues, not not just for a company like QBE, for the entire industry. And, and it, it really comes home when you're, at, when you're at events like this, where we're bringing together kind of the entire value chain of the industry, from people just coming into the industry to people at the tail end of their career. And we are, we are spending a lot of time trying to create an environment that is engaging for people to work in, they can grow a career, they can feel proud of the company they're a part of, that we're doing good things in the community, helping solve real challenging problems, you know, externally in the corporate world, um, and really becoming kind of this employer of choice is, is what I'd like to say. I do worry that if I reflect on the times of COVID, our new hybrid working environment, that you know, when I grew up, I grew up by learning in sort of an apprentice model. I was around people that were really smart, that were free to give their intelligence to me and get me involved in things. And over time, I was able to sort of build some confidence and grow and develop. And now we're developing differently. How, how we actually train and develop people is done, being done more remote, not necessarily, you know, sitting next to each other. Um, and that's the way that's the way it's working now. Um, I'm hopeful that the professionals that we're building and have been building over the next two or three years are the ones that five and 10 years from now are gonna to continue to fill a void in the insurance industry. There's a ton of knowledge that is at the tail end of their career in this business. And it's incumbent upon all of us to bring up the people that are coming into this business to fill that void as they kind of continue to move towards, move towards retirement. I tell people all the time, um, I think this is probably the greatest industry there is to operate in. If you remember a guy, uh, I worked for him many, many, many years ago, Joe Plumeri at Willis. So Joe Plumeri, he, he was arguably the greatest public speaker I've ever seen in my entire life. And he would come up with all these sayings, and one of them was, Joe said, insurance is the DNA of capitalism. And if you think about it, without insurance, nothing moves, nothing flies, nothing's built. Very little risk is taken without insurance. And without taking risk, you can't grow. You can't grow an economy, and so we are literally the epicenter of everything that happens, which makes us an amazing industry to be in. We don't promote it very well. You know, we sort of say, "I'm in the insurance business," and people think, "Oh, good lord, I don't want to be in the insurance business." But the opportunities that exist here to really solve client problems, to grow and have an amazing career, to be able to sit with you and have a conversation. This is what's available to us in the insurance industry. So I think we've got an amazing platform to sell, to grow and develop talent. Um, but we're competing. We are competing. Don't make no, no bones about it. We're competing for talent, both to keep it in the industry and bring it in the industry. And we need to take that seriously. Todd Jones, always a pleasure to speak yeah, thanks, with you. Thanks, John. Good seeing you. And from Risk World in Atlanta, I'm John Weber for I Am Best TV. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.